said really? I have a good podcast voice and I was like I don't think anyone's ever told me who it. said you have a good podcast voice amazing really you both do so it's, thank you I mean yours more than him but they're both good mine's not good that's been a fun thing with the podcast Donald famously never listens to it um I I don't like listen back as obsessively as I used to I used to listen back through like the whole thing um and now I, I can pretty much tell if it's like I don't really need to edit this one too much it can just go out but one fun thing that has come with the podcast is that I and everybody hates the sound of their own voice but I've listened to my own so much now that I like don't hate it anymore because everyone just hates it because they never really hear it. But now I've heard my voice a bunch and it's like, you know, it's it just, sounds like you. Yeah, it's just it doesn't bother me anymore. But yeah. So, Donald, if you want to pick up uh, nope. the ability to, to love yourself in another way to. I'm good. You're good. You think you love You do love yourself enough, actually. You probably love yourself too much. True. <laughs> I think my fridge is broken, but that's I think what your I fridge. Saying. Yeah. It's definitely not cold enough. Um, could be Cash. colder. I think we're probably good then. Yeah, should we? Yeah. You guys ready? Pick it up. So like, yeah. If, if yeah, I think if so. You do I, I think so? I can edit anything out that you want afterwards. Let me know. I, I give everybody that disclaimer as well. The rule on swearing, because that's probably my biggest problem. You can say whatever the hell you want. You watch. <laughs> okay. I think you should leave. No, I think you should leave. Heads will get that. Um, no, say I it. have not watched that yet. Say whatever the damn freaking shit in hell you want. There's okay. no yeah, rules there's on no. swearing. Yeah. Okay. There's no. We have the explicit mark on on Apple Podcasts, and so. Okay. It's uh, this is a swearing friendly zone. This is a yeah. Zone, there's nothing. Zone. And I'll kick it off. It's Paradise Pod, season four, episode eleven. Don, what's going on? Not much, man. Very, very special guests in the stew today. Um, I would say monumental moment for nashville sc podcasting podcasting <laughs> the first women that have ever been on a podcast i think perhaps. i think so it is a <laughs> white male's media for <laughs> sure well this is one thing though i don't want donald's identity to be erased people forget 50 percent cuban oh so okay. true it's okay. not just another white man podcast people okay. need to remember that i apologize um racing my identity <laughs> <laughs> uh distinguished guest amanda hello hi how are you fantastic thank you for being here and katie hello hello uh Madam President of the Heaters as well. We yeah, the women are taking over. We're going to take over the pod. Heaters board first, then the pod. That's the steps. You yeah. can have this pod. Well, the heaters <laughs> yeah, don't threaten them with a good time. <laughs> take over mine. The Heaters has been, uh, has been uh, 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 kind of a feeder club for the podcast. So A little bit, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it works out good. We'll continue, uh, continue that. I guess we should get into the matches. And there have been two since we recorded last uh the 2-1 win on saturday june 3rd at fc dallas and uh 1-1 draw up at toronto so the dallas match uh was fafa up top and then i'm kind of just like before each match i'm like the midfield is very like interchangeable these days so like I've, i just kind of that's my way of remembering like who played is it like who played alongside bunbury was it fafa or Schaffelberg? And then, uh, and then who were the midfield three? So this one was Davis, Godoy, and Will. Um, this was the return of this Walker Zimmerman. Dax. Say that. This was not Dax. This I was Dax is starting. Davis. Yeah, Dax started the next one in Toronto. Oh, okay. um, this was the return, though, of Walker Zimmerman uh, to the 11. Uh, 
and this was against the the club where he got his MLS start in Dallas. I noted, Lucas McNaughton was not in the squad. A couple of Lucas. This is. I feel like we've assembled. This the, is a L- McNaughty fan club. Yeah, right we've here. assembled the right cast to uh, to describe all things Lucas McNaughton. First of all, I just want to credit. It's yeah. actually. We, I do need to set the record straight. Amanda gets the credit for McNaughty. Okay. Okay. She, you got last week. You guys credited me. It's Amanda. Okay. That was not a typo. <laughs> oh, so Josh did credit you on the pod. Okay. Yes. He, yeah. That's why I said he stole it, and then he was like, "No, I did say something on the pod." Uh, I don't remember it because I usually black out. But okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we're starting a, the chain of, of credit then, and we've we've uh, properly attributed credit for McNaughty. It McNaughty. is such a good name. It's so good, and yeah. it's right there. I'm just mad yeah. that I didn't think of it, yeah. but yeah. as long as somebody thought it and, and brought it into the world. But McNaughton was not in the squad. He was not in the squad. Interesting oh, yes. conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory on this. Amanda, hit, hit us with this, because I think that you're on so, something here. So he was not at the Dallas game, and that's been two weeks. Yeah. Um, today, on his Insta Reel... He shared his photo shoot for Shape Magazine. So that was for Shape Magazine, first of all. I believe it's for Shape Magazine. I should probably double check that before I commit to that. Listen, facts. Nothing has to be correct or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I love that like not having anywhere to sit your drinks is like one of those male... That is kind of a another r one. slash male living spaces <laughs> yeah, thing like, as well. I yes. didn't think about them. Now I'm like, oh, I kind of feel bad. It's okay. I don't want to hammer on you too much. Like for the most part. <laughs> Sharp magazine. Sharp magazine. Sharp magazine. Okay. Like his jawline. Like his jawline. Like everything about him. Everything. Everything, <laughs> everything about the boy. Um, what a stud. But yes, he was absent from this match. And there was some, what, what, what the boring people might have you think is that they were trying to figure out something with his immigration status. There was something like that. But what we... That's which the was cover born story. in America. So it's it's kind of... How do you have an immigration issue when you're literally a U.S. citizen? We're thinking that two weeks kind of lines up now seeing these pictures with the time of the Dallas match. Absolutely. Putting two and two together. And he had just gotten his hair done. Okay. Like the week before Dallas. <laughs> Not that I watch his... <laughs> Instagram a lot. Let me tell you this. It's okay. There's no judgment on that front. You, you're Lucas McNaughton, okay? You look like this guy. Are you focusing more on the modeling career? Like, where is the ceiling I, higher for him? The ceiling is way higher in modeling I based think so on now. the MLS salaries that I don't blame released. it at all. I'm, not, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. less mad now that I know it's maybe not an immigration issue than it, it's modeling. I'm like, yeah, I, I think that's fine. Yeah, the the magazine shoot is, is kind of a more acceptable thing just because it's him i want to support him in his in his modeling careers i think it's the job of all national sc fans is to support him in his modeling career as well i think it only it only benefits the club yeah absolutely um but uh yeah zimmerman was back in place of mcnaughton um dallas missing a bunch of folks missing pomacall legit areola um it didn't take nashville long to score uh we just watched the highlights back ninth minute is a little bit of luck shackmore kind of cuts back in on his left and it's kind of a really nice glanced header finish from the poor young man from Dallas whose name escapes me. But um, yeah, one of the, one of the young bucks for Dallas who kind of looked frazzled for the whole rest of the match. I, I felt really bad, but my take on this is like, yeah, kind of lucky goal. Like obviously pretty lucky to have an own goal scored for us in that way. But all three of our forwards were in great spots in the box to head home. Should the cross have gotten through to them. And I feel like it kind of like, I feel like we're kind of good value for a little bit of luck in this way. Like I think the chaos and like getting lucky and having kind of chaotic moments go for us is kind of baked into how the team plays right now. 
Like, there's a lot of cutbacks. There's, like, a lot of good running in behind. And, like, you see, like, on set pieces, the way we kind of, like, crowd the keeper. It's all very, like, scrappy and chaotic. And, like, I guess my point is just that, like, that's kind of baked into, like, the way we play. So it's, like, when we get lucky in that way, to me, it's, like, yes, it's kind of lucky. But it's also, like, you're playing in a way that kind of creates a bit of luck for yourself in those types of moments. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think so. I mean, I think back, like, the Hani goal against Charlotte. He almost scored a, another goal against Toronto that was like kind of in the same vein where he like just kind of kicked it and it almost deflected into the goal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I felt like we kind of controlled things like early in the first half. And then it was like the first like 20 minutes I thought we were great. And then it kind of it kind of flipped. And uh, and after like 20, 25 minutes, 25 minutes was when Dallas scored their uh, equalizer. It was a really good team goal from Dallas. Um, kind of showed a lot of like fight from them to come back I felt like and it it was a bit against the, like against the run of play because I thought we really showed up in Dallas and kind of looked like the home team like I feel like the away performances are like just getting kind of better and better and I guess that's like taking this match and also then Toronto you think about like four points from from these two away matches like not easy away matches either like I don't know it's just like it's, it's more than you would probably have expected in the past from like Nashville on the road like it just makes me wonder if we've kind of turned the corner like in terms of road performances like I feel like we had so many like road draws for forever and yeah, like but we didn't have a bad road performance last season yeah I and mean, we had all those games at the beginning of the season and we did much better than everyone thought we should have true but I think that's because we were closed down like the goal in Dallas if we played the closed down defense we'd been playing away that wouldn't have happened but also Shaq's weird deflected own goal also probably wouldn't have happened. Has yeah. Shaq scored a goal for us? The games are more open. And like yeah. we're, we will definitely play in like a more open way away. Now, I feel like we're more comfortable having the ball away from home now. Like I thought we had a lot of good controlled kind of possession in this one. What would you say? Has Shaq scored a goal for us? He, I don't think so. I think yeah, so. I think he's – God, has he? That's a great question. I'm really uh, not sure. No, I agree. I think we did. We did. We so played really well on the road last up. year. It was home that was like an issue, which was yeah. crazy considering we went like almost two years without losing at home. Um, but we have been more open, which I like. I don't know. I have zero complaints the last games. Yeah, hard to like, find too much to complain like about. Two really, months has just been interesting though. Walker coming back into this one, I, I could see a little rust, and like there was one really bad like giveaway. Like he had a really bad giveaway in the first half, um, and not calling it out to call him out so much as to praise Jack Mayer. Because if you remember, this was a moment where, like, Walker gave it away and then tried to recover really quickly and, like, made the situation way worse. Yes. So there's this three-on-one against, against uh, basically Jack Mayer by himself. And he had, like, a phenomenal um, tackle on Asus Ferrer to kind of stop this, this break. He's kind of guarding two attackers at, w- at one time. And uh, it's just so impressive. And I feel like it just... Um, I'm amazed at how well he stepped into that center back role this season. Yeah. There's been some random hate for him in the heaters chat and I, I don't know. understand I've it. And I will too. defend him with my life. Yeah. And especially someone like tweeted out that his sweet stats baby. that he's had this year and it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah. for This for Jack. Yeah. yeah. Jack he Mayer. seems to have like a cuz there's also a lot of people who are like he's our best defender. Like people think he's better than I've seen some people on Twitter on the heater select that think he's better than Zimmerman this year 
we used to have those moments with Dave Romney, if you remember. Yeah. Like we know how. Well, Dave was better than Zimmerman. We know the level of Zimmerman. And Zimmerman's been hurt this year. It's yeah. hard. To, like yeah, yeah. Jack has showed up for every game. He's been more integral. Yeah. Yeah, which makes it easier to be. I haven't like, seen the hate though, but I also haven't checked this. I tell you what, so. there's less of a. Um, he just doesn't really make a mistake. There's been like one or two points where he like fell asleep a little bit on like the second phase of like a set piece. And there's been like one or two goals, but like, I don't know if he has made this public yet or not. But I saw Ben right kind of drafting his uh, his MLS best eleven for the year, and he put Jack Mayer as one of the center backs. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it's been good. I'm not watching yeah. a ton of the league as a whole these days, but like I can't imagine there's too many center backs playing much better than. Yeah, he's been amazing. Yeah. He reminds me a little bit. Of, he's been better than I thought. He reminds me a little bit of Romney, and like, um, you just don't know it. Like he's that good that you just don't know. Like, which is a good thing. Like you just you watch the game, and you're like, oh, I forgot Jack even played this game. Yeah, a defender. I feel like you really don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to know there. That's um, a good. Song. That was the Dave Romney yeah. thing too. That was yeah. Too. That was yeah. what made Dave Romney just quietly excellent. Yeah. And then there's some defenders who are more, a little bit more like all action. Who are you're gonna like notice them a little bit more. Zimmerman. This is my cat dog thing. I've always said there's like cat and dog center backs. And if you get a good like a cat dog center back pairing, that's great because you've got one that's like the Zimmerman that's a little more all action, and you got one that's a little cooler and kind of covering for them. And yeah, maybe Mayer's becoming a little bit of the Dave Romney like that's exactly mm-hmm. this is the best case scenario yeah and yeah. he works so well with Zimmerman like yep. they have that working balance yeah 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 Mayor's so comfortable like passing the ball right now I feel like as well like when he's when we're kind of building up through the back like to play from the left as well and he kind of has a I think him and Lovitz there on the left have like a really kind of comfortable relationship kind of pinging the ball back because a lot of the buildup comes from that mayor lovitz area as well yeah like, he's really important in like all phases like not just as a defender he's important when we have the ball too um yeah he's been excellent that's good we can't make the we almost can't make the dk joke anymore that we said for like two years i know so this was the, the thing is the daryl dk um yeah. so we've nationally need Orlando, a center forward forever <laughs> And we skipped on Daryl DK for Jack Mayer. Daryl DK was in, yeah, Jack Mayer's draft class, and we technically could have had Daryl DK and passed on it for Jack Mayer. So it's always a joke, like, oh, they, they really missed on Daryl DK. But yeah. yeah, this was when we had like Dave and Zimmerman, so we're like, we don't need a center back, and we passed on DK, like the one position we actually need on the team. And we did always, we say, always need defenses. But, yeah, but now, That's now you're just kind of seeing like, oh, yeah. like, I think I'd still rather have DK, but like. I'm happy with Jack, but, so. but you, we would have lost. DK yeah, we would have lost. Like DK. we would not have him yeah. right yep. now. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if we have a center back, if you know, if we have Mayor for ten years, then like that's a lot more value than if we. Yeah, have I don't have to worry about Mayor's not going to Europe, so I'm not really DK worried too. about that. Well, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything, but we'll see. I mean, still very young for a center back sure. playing. He's a starter for probably the best defense in MLS. I am surprised he has not been called up. I've been kind of wondering if they, if he might start getting some, especially like because there's also well I know there's the U twenty, is there an U, is there an older division U twenty one U twenty threes play at some point because Olympic he's only twenty three oh yeah the Olympic so he, qualifying I think Olympics U twenty three yes it's like U twenty threes but then you can throw in a couple like DPs almost you can yeah. think of it yeah. yeah I think Olympics says U twenty three yeah so yeah and I don't know what the cycle for that he might have I don't know I, I mean I could see. There's so many good young kids. It's hard to keep track mm-hmm. that, like, there's probably a young kid that's I think it's going to start to get talked about, like, for the U.S. Like, why not? Also, you could plug them in with Zimmerman because yeah. they have that club connection. So, I could definitely see it. Yeah. Um, something I noticed around, 
halftime of this game, and I've noticed it more and more, <laughs> which I think is just funny, is that Hani Mukhtar is, like, incessantly, like, chatting to the referees all the time. Have you guys noticed this? Like, after the half is over, he's, like, I just – I always see him, like, talking to referees. It's yeah, I funny. noticed it. <laughs> he's, like, a Oh, because that one guy – the Norris or whatever, like, just kicked out at his knee, like, from the ground during okay. that one. Okay. I think that was why. I've never was really – I've never game? identified the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I've just kind of always – Yeah, there was a – I'm noticing it a lot this season. It's just kind of making me laugh because he's just, like, a pest. Like, he's respectful. He's not being, like, well, Do you think it's it, the armband? Maybe, yeah, because he maybe he feels like he has to kind yeah. of be chatting with him. Yeah, because or... the first time he wore the captain's armband, there was a lot of, like, shit talk about him not taking that opportunity to be the voice of the team. Yeah. And, you know, that's been a handful of weeks maybe, now. Maybe so. he feels like he has to kind of – that's his way of, like, chatting to the refs. But it always just seems funny, like, he's uh, like kind of complaining about something because the refs would be like, you, you have to kind of read lips. But it always seems like they're like, I know, it's okay. Like, it's a bob-up. Like, they're kind of trying to, like, calm him down, and he just, like, won't shut up. It's been kind of making me laugh. Um, let's see. Um, I have nothing really to say about the second half except for um, – the game winner, Hani Mukhtar, and the highlight reel for his season just continues to... Just taking lives, taking the dignity of those two men. Snatching souls. <laughs> <laughs> was that There was an, Was that two weeks in a row that... Because the other week... Was, was the other week the Miami game or the... Yeah, I guess Miami game. Yeah. No, well, There's one where... Miami, Miami was when he turned the no, guy... No, Columbus. Okay, it was Columbus. It's just every game. Yeah, it, it is every game. It does yeah. feel like every game. But I'll show you, it was back-to-back weeks because it was the Columb- at Colum- or home Columbus game where he like turned Aiden Morris at the end. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. This yeah. So it was like back-to-back yep. weeks where he just like embarrassed the well, defender. Well, back-to-back-to-back now. And it's... You know what's interesting about it too is it keeps happening it like late in the game in like second yeah. halves. And I will... They're both assists by Lovitz. Okay. I feel like when we're desperate, like Lovitz is going to find Hani. He's going to get the ball to Hani. Yeah. He just is. I would say best passer on the team. And I feel like the numbers probably back that up for Dan Lovitz too. Probably. Um, but just based on like the eye test. And like I said, like a lot of the build, it, everything seems to kind of, you'll notice when the ball kind of is passing around the back and then gets to Lovitz there on the left, people start kind of running routes. Like it's an intentional thing. It's just like. Let's work it back to Lovitz and then let let him kind of pick somebody out. I don't think I've consciously noticed that, but as soon as you said it, I would, I'm over here nodding my head like yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You can, this is just you can a tactics see it. corner here on it, but yeah, yeah, you'll you'll totally notice that now because it's um because he's just I, I think technically he's you know aside from like a honey he's like and maybe a layout he's he's one of the absolute best at the club. And this ball. season he's kind of aged like a like I've just noticed Lovitz more and more and he's kind of. He's just grown re- really into the the role that he plays right now from that left back spot. I just I've loved Lovitz this season, and I feel like he's the only one who's above thirty. Who you're not like every game you're not like oh my god they look dead at the end of this. Like no. you would not yeah. guess that he's one of the thirty plus players out there. Yeah, every, and he's he, played every minute. I think I actually forgot that. Yeah, that yeah he is thirty. He is in the thirty plus club. He seems like one that will play for a long time too because he never. I always say this about him, but everything looks very, like, within himself. Like, he always looks like the, the game's never, like, he never takes a touch that's a little too far away. Like, everything looks in control. It looks like he's he knows what he's going to do before he receives the ball. And that probably ties in with, like, the way that he never seems to look, like, tired late in games. And, like, he, he understands how to get – he's a veteran. He understands how to get through 90 minutes and do it every single week and and be good late in games. So, yeah, it's, it's Lovitz, it's Hani. Like, late in games, like, that – 
is one of like the the headlines I feel like for the team this season is like the threat late in games is is constant. Yeah. Um anything else on Dallas that we should hit? We could probably move on to oh Canada and uh the CJ Sapong Darby. Um, I still love CJ. Yeah. I wanted he, to He ask. was one of my top picks okay. always. Yeah. I love CJ, but getting anything from a 33-year-old guy who hadn't scored in 10 months was some really but good he business. he made opportunities happen. Yeah, he did. I'm not, I'm say, not like, saying we should have kept him, y'all. Yeah. I'm just saying he was a favorite of mine. I have a big soft spot for him, too. And, yeah, so I, that's exactly what I wanted to ask everybody about. It's just like, like, how did it feel kind of lining up against Sapong, who became a pretty important player for the club? You could say over his entire time at the club, Probably the most, the best consistently good striker that we've had in MLS that was able to do it for a long period of time. Maybe that's. I no, know, I agree. I, I like CJ. You have to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when him and Hanny were on, they that, were on. That MLS line was like. The MLS line, when it was Hani, Leal, Sapong running breaks yeah. together. I still, I think at this point, it's kind of been surpassed by what the attack can do now. But for a long time, and like up until this season, those three on the break, and especially there was there was a stretch of like twelve games where it was just like that that was a that was a highlight reel between those three like every single week it was amazing and Sapong was a big part of it. So yeah, I, I kind of had like feels thinking about you know going up against him, but I do think the the business, especially to get a really just to get him off the books and get somebody to give you something for him is good business given his age. I, I do I really feel like he lost a step this season. Like I don't think he quite had the burst that he did and I think we were able to kind of identify that at the perfect time and then the fact that we've gotten McNaughton who's been so useful and he's so damn sexy um I think they also very good business (laughs) did we get Gam from him too yeah we got Gam and McNaughton who we've had to use like they got straight they got that's big he did score one goal in the I think the first game he scored in in his debut for Toronto I hope he does great in Toronto I do too yeah but McNaughton has everyone McNaughton should have like three or four goals like he's actually good like it's wild yeah no he's a steal Toronto should just not sell us players ever again yeah they can't win on a transfer or they should keep we're winning please keep doing it yeah yeah true yeah true well, the other old yeah, they're Toronto training for our team. Yeah, at yep. this point. Yeah, Toronto is Nashville SC's academy. Yeah. at this point, which um, maybe we'll, we'll talk about. Well, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, maybe we'll sign our second homegrown from from Toronto, <laughs> our homegrown <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> yeah, we homegrown him in, in Canada. I think technically Schaffelberg's homegrown, isn't he? Who's that? Isn't Schaffelberg technically a homegrown? Obviously, I think like, we signed we his like homegrown but... rights. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. like homegrown rights if you, but you can also. I don't. I don't understand. I've I'm committed to never learning how like any of the actual roster mechanisms of the wor- of the league actually work. I think homegrown helps us rip them off while they remain in MLS. Yeah, that's. I assume that's how pretty much every yeah. roster rule works. Um, Is that it? We just don't have to pay him as much because we're like absolutely. Yes, sorry, I'm pretty sure. Like we invested so this into you, so you. Like, that's rough. Yeah. Poor guy. And um, they're. No wonder why McDonald's. I wonder right. why McDonald's like modeling. Well, he needs to keep modeling. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget the architecture. Yeah. Okay, let's just talk about that now too. When did when was that revealed to us? Because we At learned the that game. like this it week. Was, so the announcer oh, said it when he went down, right? and we yeah. haven't talked about the Toronto game yet. Yes. That already well, came out are, yeah, in the there, heaters. So. 
when he, we signed him, we like looked Wait, at his Wikipedia. Like I was just looking at the pictures. Wait, he's an architect. Not even gonna, yeah. Dude, yes. <laughs> he has a ma- he has he's an architect and model a professional athlete. Can you get sexier? It's insane. <laughs> That's wild. It's fucking insane. That's why his jawline's so chiseled. <laughs> yeah, he's, he did it himself. <laughs> yeah. That's Because they don't make those anymore. No, he, he probably like writes poetry as well i'm in love with this kid it's crazy <laughs> well the, yeah so they I, I was trying to figure out when do we Getting learn this but it was on the broadcast yeah. yeah um and it just yeah mcnaughton goes down and gets hurt comes off in the 27th minute um but um yeah i who knew that he's so apparently he wasn't even he ended up he's like of belgian descent and you said he was born in the u.s he's born in new york city so immigrant family kind of popping around mm. they end up in toronto and he I think he plays maybe he college. He went to college, yeah. But he went. He wanted to be an architect, so he went to architecture school. Got a, like a master's, master's in architecture and was a practicing, like a working architect, and got a chance to play for like like an NASL equivalent, like Canada semi pro team. Yeah, like the coach like sought him out. Okay. Reached out to him and was like, "Will you come play with us?" And then through so there, worked like, his way up to Toronto. So he, <laughs> he didn't come up for through like some sales. academy thing. Yeah, no, not really. It was, and okay. he didn't even try out for the team. It it's wasn't. Like a, yeah, that's wild. It's a crazy story. Um, yeah, what a, f- what a <laughs> fascinating human being. Um, How I mean, at least lucky? He's... I mean, like when you talk about the luck wheel. Yeah. He hits all of it. Every <laughs> spin, he hits all of it. Do we know if he has brothers? He's got to have a... <laughs> he's gotta probably have a, not he's as lucky. He's got to be like one flaw. It's his groin. I the think. rest of his family yeah. are probably like... <laughs> he's got string bean groins. Well, we don't know what the... Uh, yeah, it's kind of an important... What, what the injury issue might be. I don't I don't think we've heard on that. We were talking before we started nah, recording. He has a history with groins is what Gary said. Okay. And they just like proactively pulled him out. Well, you can't be, you can't be perfect in every single way, I suppose. So kind of humanizes him in a way. That's good. Um, but, you know, also him going down, it kind of speaks to how important he's become already. Because without Walker Zimmerman in this squad, it falls to Josh Bauer to come in and take McNaughton's spot. I don't know about y'all, but I, f- I feel much, 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 my degree of comfort drops a whole hell of a lot going from McNaughton to Josh Bauer. And he does Absolutely come in. concur. Yeah. And he, like, he. He comes in and he he, he, he kind of gets the wrong side of a duel with Sapong like right after he comes on and he picked up a yellow card after a few minutes and I was like, Oh boy. It's like this might not be good yet. But we've seen a little bit of Bauer now as I don't that was think more than goal an accidental. was scored, though. Like, cause he he played almost ninety minutes in the last two matches and I think both goals were before he came in. I think to his credit, yeah, he kinda worked his way into this one. Um and then yeah, it was the Inse- the Insigne goal I guess came after I, he wasn't involved, though. Um, no, that was just a banger. But, you know, I thought I, just one last note on, on the Josh Bauer thing, and I guess he did help us get through getting a point in this match and so deserves credit for that because it's also tough to come in to a match like 27 minutes in. You just never think that you're going to have to do that, especially as a center back. Yeah. It's just like. And you're the backup to the backup of Walker Zimmerman. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. How much can be expected of you? Yeah. Um but, you know, I, th- I thought it was curious. We sent, um, I was going to save it for the news section, but I guess we can hit on it now. Lawrence Wyke was sent on loan to USL, to his former club, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yes. And I was just curious. I was like, is our fourth best center back playing in USL right now? Yes. Like, why, maybe you could have made the case that Wyke, I know he was just playing right back for us in the cup, and that's all we really saw of him. But he, as a center back playing out of position at right back in the cup, looked pretty good. 
um, just makes you wonder, like just just a curious choice there, and maybe something to watch if we have to watch more of, of Josh Bauer this season. But hopefully McNaughton gets healthy again soon. A lot of Zimmerman back, so maybe it'll be a non-issue. But I was just like, just I, it, every the, the whole thing had me thinking, and I was wondering. Mike like, did start a party bus business in Tampa Bay, so that might be why. That's really? on his Instagram. <laughs> your mouth. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he do it after he played yeah, in Nashville? Yeah, he started it like a couple what? months ago. Yeah. So he learned about party buses from Nashville, which how do you not? Genius. And then was like, I'm going to put these in Tampa Bay. Honestly, Tampa would do really well with party buses. That's, yeah. He's, he might also. Expand to Miami. Yeah, that too. But Start he, an empire. But he also <laughs> might play for all these teams. Too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just like McNaughty. He also like his addition, his other career is probably going to make him more money than yeah. probably soccer. Yeah, no, Lawrence Wyke's party. Yeah, because yeah, he probably Wyke's makes party what, wagons are 40, $45,000 a year playing yeah. sign for I didn't Nashville. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a lot. I knew only. I remember Alisher making like seventy thousand when he was playing for yeah, us. Draft which was imagine, criminal. Yeah, so imagine yeah. somewhere around that, which like blows my mind that it's nuts. MLS needs to figure this. Yeah, shit I out, remember man. that the first time that you read like when the salaries got released, like you only had hockey as a frame of reference. Yeah, so you were like, the MLS is probably about like the NHL, and you're like, oh no. Yeah, because no, like the HL hockey players make like minimum like over two hundred thousand plus. Yeah, certainly yeah. not the case in MLS. Um, like some of these players might need to go on like food stamps, <laughs> especially depending on what city you're in, because yeah. it's like kind of it's not by city. It's just like you're this level in MLS, yeah. so like yeah. you make seventy thousand dollars and here live in downtown LA or it's New York, or probably making thirty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can barely live. Thirty um, eighth minute, Lorenzo Insigne. What can you do? I mean, he actually seemed like he was kind of interested in this game. It seemed like he was up for it the whole time. And I know there's been a lot of bad vibes around Toronto. They can't figure out if their DPs are, you know, actually want to be there or not, if it's going to work out. They don't like the coach. Bob Bradley, the whole thing's been pretty funny. I like seeing teams that aren't Nashville, like, struggling through, like, how do we deal with DPs and we can't make any of this work. Yeah, was um, there a thing that, like, Insigne, like, they, the Italians started a coup at Toronto? Yes. Yeah. They, like, they, a coup against the nepotism. Yeah. Is so there's a good long read in The Athletic on it with a lot of good sources. And, uh, yeah, the, it's, it's not going great in Toronto. They always play us really well, and it's very annoying because they're always well, on the, the table. The thing is the talent is, like, we were watching the highlights back, is, like, this is a – uh, yeah, Loreo, Soria's really good. Even yeah, even without the Italians, um, <laughs> it's it's a good team. Loreo, interesting to see him playing as a center back in this one. A uh, really good midfielder. Osorio is fantastic. Yeah. Obviously, um, they had McNaughton and but they yeah. had Schaffelberg, and they still sucked. Do you think Shaq Moore could do better on that goal? We, I think so- Dax should have shut him down. Dax just like leaned and like put his leg up and didn't put any pressure on it at all. Yeah, you had thoughts, but I will say, I I don't think Shaq played well. But we you rewatched the goal, and I I just think it was a banger. Like I don't think you can really. There's kind of nothing you could do. Also, maybe like as a keeper, I think you're probably yeah, thinking Joe. if you can get a hand on it, you can yeah. stop it. And he gets a hand on it, and it wasn't like perfectly top bins. I mean, it's a it's a banger. I mean, it's a great goal. And I guess my thought on it was just that like a player like Insigne is just going to pull up and do that every now and then. It's just kind of going to happen to you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think Shaq's not been at least this Toronto game wasn't great, but I don't blame him. Yeah, I that. thought he was not great in this game either. But it's the first time I've, I feel like I felt like that. I don't blame him for the goal in a while. Um, yeah. What, what can you really say about the goal? 
Um, second half, Randall Leal came on and looked very, very bright and made a lot happen. How excited are you for uh, for Randall Leal being back around a little I'm more? I'm so excited. Like, in the heater slack, I get shit for this a little bit, but I am a wheel hater. <laughs> and You're not the so only I'm one. very happy for Leal to be back. Well, that's the question, I think, is like, does he... Like, Will has done really well in this stretch where he's been starting in midfield a lot. But that's the the question. And now kind of the exciting thing is, like, with Leal being back, he would play that same position kind of as one of those midfield three, one of the shuttlers that Will is playing. Do you think – does it feel like Leal kind of just comes straight back in and takes that spot from Will? If his fitness is there, I think he should. But I don't know how far his fitness is off from it. And I have not thought – that either one of them were good 90-minute players. And to have one, and it really, they're both great. They are both great. So to have one start and then the other one sub in, I don't think it would matter which way you went, but I don't think either of them are 90-minute players. I did kind of have that thought. I think, like, the more exciting thing is the idea of Leal being on the field all the time with – you know, like with either Schaffelberg or, or Fafa up top. And, but I think the thing now with the midfields is that it's a little bit like the, the Fafa Schaffelberg position where either one of them can play now is there's a real kind of, there's a real squadron of players for that, like those midfield three positions behind Hani and the two forwards. Um, and we've seen it chopped and changed a lot. And I think Leal comes in and what we might end up seeing is a lot of rotation there um, because any kind of combination of those players could work. Like I think we saw... I think this one was Dax, McCarty, and see, I mix it up because you've got Godoy, McCarty, Davis, and then now Leal, and then obviously Will. Five really good midfield options, and any of them can kind of play those three kind of midfield positions. So um, the depth just kind of continues to strengthen. Like we're we're strong up top now with strikers and forwards, and and now the midfield is is deep and strong too. Do we think Leal like com- coming back is going to give us Fafa and Schaffelberg on the field at the same time? Or are we not going to get that gift? I don't know if Leal necessarily facilitates that more than anyone else. Um, I don't think Gary will let it happen. It's too much fun for Gary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely make it happen. Like you, you could. Well, we. I think the way it happens is like so. Mukhtar always plays behind like the two forwards right now, and I need to hold. I was telling you, I was coaching you guys with the mic, and now I'm holding <laughs> it away from myself. Um, so I think the way it happens is if we play Fafa Schaffelberg up top with Hani in behind and then Leal plays one of the midfield positions that I mean I think a lot of people doesn't that just give you that. chills it does I know <laughs> that's that's the exciting thing and the, the fact that we did see Fafa and Schaffelberg just for like a brief couple of minutes do that it just kind of it got everybody kind of dreaming a little bit True. He'll certainly do more for you off the bench than like Will and will. I, I think that's natural that maybe it's just because I see PSG playing them, but I always assume we're gonna need a goal in the second half. And I just don't feel confident with Will coming off the bench. Like we need a goal and you have like Shackleberg coming off in a duel. Like right now, like in Toronto, you have Shackleberg and Leal coming on right now. Oh yeah, let's get a goal on the kid. And if it was like Shackleberg and yeah, I do. I do agree with that. Yeah, but I'd rather yeah. Play Will in the first half and then like maybe hopefully get a goal 
Yeah. I mean, Shavelberg and like, or Pico, like having them running at tired legs at the 60th minute is ideal. That's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Schaffelberg started this one and I was wondering, do you think it was like Gary doing a little bit of a mental thing where it's like, it's your former team, so. go get after him. I thought so too. It seems like Fafa is the starter in the league right now, which I guess the league is all we have at this point. But I think it was kind of a mental thing too. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought the game was fairly even. I was kind of surprised when they said that we had our first shot on goal in the 66th minute. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I was out. Because it, it wasn't like, it didn't feel like Toronto had kind of. I feel like we had. What are they counting as shots on goal? I feel like we had several <laughs> in the first half. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go back. They might have been just off that, frame, though. I feel like there were a few, but they might have just been off frame. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, I think off the post wouldn't count or off frame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of we peppered them for a stretch there and then uh, eventually got one through 69th minute. Uh, Bunbury kind of crosses to Mukhtar which I thought that was the goal because Mukhtar has this like fadeaway header and the camera angle is like dead on with the way the ball is moving. And so like, and for some reason, like we've, uh, I was telling it, like we were in Mexico two, two weeks ago at this point now, but I'm still like recovering from this illness. A bunch of us are. And so I've, it's been very like taxing. And sometimes in those moments, I'll become like very emotionally invested in Nashville. It's like <laughs> as a sports fan, I think anybody can relate, but it's just like, I need this. Like this is, I, this is going to be the highlight of my week. This is going to be the one time I don't feel like shit. If we can, uh, <laughs> if, if we can pull something out here. And so I was very invested in, in, in what I, I felt like was a really good fight back in the second half of this game. And I thought the Mukhtar kind of fadeaway header was a goal. So I just like I screamed in our house and then it, it got cleared off the line. But then the ball flew out to Leal, who um, hits it straight at the chest of Sean Johnson. And then Sean Johnson just completely throws it into his own net. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was just an awful howler from him. He's about to play in the gold cup for the U.S. So OK, I didn't know it's he was on the gold. Oh, he is. He's a but good, and we were saying before <laughs> amazing recording, amazing we keeper. I wanted him for Nashville before yeah, this season. Yeah. Sean Johnson would be a real statement of intent. I think was my words. Yep. Well, I don't want him anymore. Continuing my uh, my form of uh, I only evaluate players based on like their entire careers mean nothing to me. If they have one good or bad game against Nashville SC, I base my opinion of them entirely on that. And so Sean Johnson trash now. Get him out of here. I know, but he's <laughs> from Toronto. Is he really? Like, is he? oh, as a Toronto player. As, no. as a Toronto player. Yeah. So obviously that's going to be our next. True. He's Continue out of the pipeline range. of our Continue Toronto. The he, pipeline. Can, he can come through the academy as a 31-year-old yeah. or whatever and be yeah. our next uh, Toronto Academy signing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe he went to Toronto for the purpose of, if I get in at Toronto, 100%. they're going to pick me up at Nashville. Yeah. There's something to that, I think. Um, but yeah, anyways, I was so primed for a goal that didn't happen with the honey thing that when that one actually went in, like I, I, I can only describe the noise I made as like a roar. And... <laughs> <laughs> it was a roar uh and uh and and that was uh the toronto match for me uh final thoughts on the on the toronto match 
and maybe just like the these two away matches overall, like I said, four points from these two. I think you got to be really happy with that because these are two pretty good teams. And uh, and the, the the games were pretty good. The ma- the matches were good. Um, we could have uh, dropped points in any of them, I think. But um, you know, we, we we march on, and like the unbeaten streak continues. Um, and then not getting a win in one of these, I think, is huge. Getting that win in Dallas, like we've we've seen that Nashville can always kind of get a point on the road, but you turn it only takes a couple of those draws, turn them into wins, and it makes a huge difference in your in your points. Yeah, the road form right now is fantastic. Yeah. I do feel like we were handed two goals, but like I'll take it. A little bit. But there was some luck involved. It, there. Yeah. It does we're usually unlucky, so I feel like this is better. like we've been unlucky, so we got luck yeah. in the bank. Yeah, like last summer the terrible run of form, I felt like we kept being very unlucky, and so right now like we were kind of gifted two goals in these games, but and like I said, I think a little bit of it is like we deserve it with the like we do create chaos to benefit us, and so sometimes it's like it's luck, yes, but also we kind of created the luck for ourselves with yeah. just our kind of we're, we're tough to play against. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think you can be happy with the draw, especially in Toronto because like Insigne and Bernadeschi actually looked like they kind of wanted to be there and were interested. Um, the the massive center back Mabika for Toronto I thought had a very good game so just wanted to point him out um, and that was it for these ones so I think we have to give out four chalupas Amanda you might not know but we do our like a three stars of the match thing except we give out chalupas so it's three chalupas except when we have guests now if we have four of us in the stew uh, it would be four chalupas given out and it would be four chalupas for these past two matches, so Dallas and Toronto. I actually haven't really thought about this yet, but um, we would allow the guests to go first, or if you want to take a minute and think about it, maybe Katie, any? Oh Yeah, I'll go first, and absolutely no one who knows me will be surprised. I'm going to give this to Lovitz for that Hell Dallas yeah. assist. Like, finding Hani at the end of – I had to find any reason to give it to Lovitz, but finding Hani for that Dallas assist at the end, I think. And he's always – he's had, he's been – probably Nashville he's maybe most consistent player like over the course of the entire time really we've been in MLS but it hasn't always shown up as far as like goals and assists so to actually make like the final contribution this season more and more is like is pretty huge so Lovitz is a good one any thoughts I'm gonna think about this for a second because I've got two games now to think about true think on it for a sec Donald what do you what do you got <laughs> Lovitz was a good one. Lovitz was actually a good one. I think that that would have been mine. I mean, that, that, it's only for scapegoats and whatnot. Yeah. Like, he did have a goal. No one's claimed it yet if, you, if you'd like to take. Well, I usually try to not take the lead. Okay. We'll leave Hani out there then. I'll give it. Well, you could, your boy Leal came back and essentially created the goal in this one. Also, uh, Chris Ivey had it. He put together like a little. He clipped up all Leal's moments, and it's just like it, it gets you really excited I mean, seeing Leal play like this coming back. I mean, even not even this game, but he came back for what was it, the end of the game, or whatever game he came back that point, like he was just electric. He had like three really good passes. He looked really dangerous that first game back. Could have scored, like 
What do you think? Mukhtar's hanging out there. I know, I but I also kind of feel like Donald, like, is such an obvious, <laughs> he's such an amazing player. He okay. obviously deserves them every week. Also, I don't but know how long. He's, he's received a lot of chalupas. Oh, yeah, turn the switch on, Donald. If you guys haven't heard Donald for the past, yeah. know, I've been kind of keeping an eye on it. I think no, I think it's been off for a little bit. Damn it, Donald. I gave Anyways. you this mic. This is the one mic that has a switch. So I, know, I, I turn it, it off. This will be the best podcast ever. I know, this is going to be too much. You have to not hear Donald for a little bit. I turned it off because I was like drinking or something, and then I forgot to turn it on. It's been Leave off for like at least five the, minutes. People want the noises from the environment. People Hopefully, they'll want. pick it up from somewhere else. Good luck with this podcast. <laughs> but I picked Great the owl for those that just now heard it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, one of us is going to get Mukhtar, I suppose. I'm going to go with... Jack Mayer. Nice. Yeah, that would have been mine, too. I mean, yeah. again, the kid is on fire. Yeah. And these last two games. Whole season, really. The whole season. Yeah. Amanda's future son-in-law. He, I am pushing for that. My daughter. Well, my daughter's adorable. And she's <laughs> just, I mean, she's legally 21. So, I mean, go. like. He's 20, 23. What, he's only yeah. 23. Perfect. That's perfect. Um, Seems like a nice young man, He's too. her type. Yeah. So does she like milk? She, <laughs> she thinks he's adorable. Okay. <laughs> Non-answer that that will help if he listens to this. Uh, if he's listening to to this show to try to find. If a uh, oh, I am player is listening to. This. So best story about Jack Mayer. So you know they did the between two posts. Yes. Him and Dan Lovitz and all them, and so we get to go up. And for those of you that are still incredibly young. Um, they're, they make movies where the mothers are like, oh, let me introduce you to my child. Yeah. I've hit that age for anyone that's wondering. <laughs> so we are at the Between Two Posts. It's now time we're going to go meet the players and everything. Oh, you guys got to watch those? We got this to watch it. This was the live recording. Oh. This was the live recording. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Um, they did one, yeah. And I tell Jack... Because I have no shame and I'm that mother that he is going to date that I have found his <laughs> next girlfriend. I found his next wife. Like he is going to date my daughter. She's home for the summer, you know, and I'm like she giving her picture, her daughter's picture as her lock screen. Did you so show she Jack Mayer I absolutely showed Jack Mayer a picture of my daughter. Amazing. So I was like, you know, she's. Oh, Miss Sorority Girl. Okay, like, let's okay. let's go, Jack. She's your type. You're her type. Yeah. Let's get me an MLS son-in-law. Damn. Well, we'll, we'll hopefully keep that, that be. Hopefully, we can make that happen. Yeah. Anything we can do in It'll our be a full heaters reception. Absolutely, we're all invited. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all invited. Uh, awesome. Chalupa for future son-in-law Jack Mayer, and then yeah, I'll just do Hani. Yeah. But that's not why I picked him. No. Like yep. he Definitely really not. is a great player. <laughs> You're also, yeah, you're trying to butter him up. You're so Absolutely. good. I gave you a chalupa on this pot. He's not going to understand. Four. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, try to explain to him that he was given a chalupa. Like I'm taking all of them for him. <laughs> all four. If four chalupas help, for we'll Jack Mayer. Yeah. Uh, and I'll throw in the, I would love to the courtesy Mukhtar one. hear that conversation of someone trying to explain to him a chalupa that we gave him. <laughs> okay, man, there's this podcast. He seems so nice. He'd be like, "Oh, that's great. That sounds really nice." He had like whatever an Indiana accent. He was is. mortified, by you the way, y'all. Absolutely he seems mortified. Like he'd be a little bashful. He'd be like, "Yeah, didn't he? Wasn't he like? Oh, he was Dan's like, gonna love Dan's this. gonna love this. He needs to hear this." <laughs> uh, I feel like Dan Lovitz is kind of a big brother figure for like 
Jack Mayer too. I feel like everyone on the team is kind of Jack Mayer's grown up in this team. It's so funny to I like. No, it's so yeah. weird. He looks. He, he's really kind of he's filled out too. Yeah, like, it's he, weird. He's gotten become a hot. Man. Yeah, <laughs> he was what twenty. Yeah, probably. Was he yeah. twenty when he yeah, signed he was like or twenty one? That's probably right. If he's yeah. like 23, 24 yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, um, we love you, Jackie lad, Senor Leche. Uh, okay, that's it. Um, You're Chalupa. Just Hanukkah, just you know, he's pretty good. What can I say? Um, Decent. No, I mean, just what out. more can really be said about him? It's the it's the thing about the really really great players is it's the it's the consistency over time as you kind of run out of words. He just continues to do it over and over again. But this season, it's crazy that he might end up having a better season this season than he did last year, which which is nuts. But he didn't have like the highlight reel. Like he's putting on like an and one mixtape highlight reel this season of like there's gonna be more moments this season that you remember. And like, he's yeah. never tired. Late in games it keeps happening. Yeah, yeah. He's he's become he wears the armband now for the team. He um he, I, he I keep everything. expecting he's, it to drop off because like I mean I still remember like him coming to the league and like Yeah, it's like is this forever? Like, like how could this just continue? It's a ridiculous pace. Yeah, it's a ridiculous on. pace. It is like I try to remind myself like every home game like you're so lucky to get to watch this every yeah. game in yeah. person. I try to do that too. Yeah. And I've never had like I've never had season tickets to a uh, professional sporting environment but I you know there's very few people that are going to get the chance to watch the clear-cut best player in their league play week in week out and see them in person and like yeah you do have to kind of remind yeah. yourself cuz you will you will let it pass by without understanding. And almost take it for granted. Like, it yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to, I don't know that I'm going to go to the game this weekend kind of thing. Like it's, you should go. If you need a reason to be like, it's, I don't want to get out of bed or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Go, go see like one of the dominant players in American sport right now. You, you should go do it. Yeah. Well said. Uh, okay. So you guys want to take a break or let's take a break. All right. We'll be back. temperature beer for us out of the fridge <laughs> i will say daniel had pro- daniel had promised it me that it, it started it out way cold. colder before i put it in the fridge daniel promised me that being on the pod meant a nice cocktail so that is only at, at studio yeah. josh though at studio donald it's uh it's warm beer it's warm beer <laughs> <laughs> and a high noon i'm allergic to that's true um well if anyone uh yeah if, if anyone is you guys or any of the other regular guests on the pod are willing to drive up to my to the new studio josh which is a little further away then yeah the drinks the the nice drinks will be flowing so when you when you come up to the new house um 
we will get it going. What we need to do is just have um, we need to get Sean on this, and then we just record at no quarter, and then just have a bar mm. to drink from. Seth, I think. Seth. Seth will you already wanna... ruined it, man. He's not going to let us do it cut there that, now. <laughs> He'll let anyone do anything I there. Think he would let us record <laughs> I think he probably would. And yeah. I have thought that it would be nice to have like a neutral studio audience. Third party look. A studio audience as well. Yeah. No, I can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> I need the ability to be like. If we have a studio audience, oh, no, he, would ab- he would absolutely <laughs> let you record the pod there. Our studio <laughs> audience can only consist of people that have been on the pod. Otherwise, I'd be too embarrassed to mm. record. Well, my my real dream is to get like a mic that'll pick up like a whole room, and then we You've get like everybody talked about this for like years. Seen of us at this point, and it, we just it just becomes he might like a, ha- they like okay. twitch the pinball sometimes. He might have okay. stuff. Okay, he he has mm. talked about doing this like one mic thing for years, and like <laughs> I, I went to done. school for this, and I keep telling <laughs> him it picks up so like because so much random yeah, shit. Because you yeah. have you can't just do like like these are like omnidirectional. You There's can't, some mics that'll it'll work though, I especially think. in North Quarter where it's like. Straight, just pinball machines. Also, hey, Mr. Microphone Expert over here, why don't you try keeping yours on, okay? Yeah. And, I, then, I, and then worry about, about my just, mic dreams. I'm about to buy another new mic just so I don't have to ever we use this again. probably use another SM57, yeah. It could be your yearly donation to the, yeah, I don't the pod's operating else. expenses. What are we talking about now? Uh, well, now we've got uh, news, which we haven't really had a news section that was noteworthy in a while, but um, we do have some noteworthy news this week, and people were interested in what this club announcement would be that took place yesterday we're recording on wednesday um so then was that today or was it yesterday tuesday tuesday um just curious what did did you guys what did you think it was because it was just funny to see like whatever i legit thought it was gonna be like people said all-star game and i saw women's team yeah those were like the two main ones which would be sick yeah well i just Uh, figured it wasn't gonna be one of those because of who they said would be there. So yeah. I was like, well, yeah. it's definitely just Nashville related. So it's going to be I a would new owner. I would love there to be a bunch of hot female soccer players in Nashville. That'd be great. Let's, we could spread the I, hotness yeah. around. Although they're going to have a hard time matching Lucas McNaughton. We've already got... Yeah. We've already got McNaughty here taking up all the all the sexy know. that's available. If I can expand my <laughs> dating pool to there also being a women's soccer team here, I'm all set. We could, you could double it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to see the theories that were going around. Uh, but all-star was like the main one, but I, we had kind of talked that no quarter and I was like, Garber's not going to be there, which doesn't make sense yeah. to not do an all-star announcement. So it had to be something else to me. NWSL made a lot of sense. I'd love a women's team. Yeah. Nationally. It would be great. Um, I wonder if it's too close to Louisville, maybe one day. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, to me, a very, very exciting announcement and moment for the club, a milestone for the club. Uh, to sign their first academy product to a professional contract, um, Adam Sipic, and we will have to learn how we say his name. But we're gonna go with Adam. I think it, I think it was a dem. I think that they we at I, I least. I thought I heard got. a dem, and then I heard Adam as well. I don't know Sipic, uh, which could also just be wrong. It could be Sipic, but yep. uh, A S, old A S, <laughs> good old A S. <laughs> um, the uh, the kid. Well, we knew that. Um, he was a uh, he was a bright prospect because he would play for uh, certain U.S. youth uh, age yeah, groups. Yeah, a lot of a lot of like the youth. He was kind of known to be the I really follow. bright prospect for Nashville yeah. SC for a while. People were aware of him. He's a six foot two, you know, just turned eighteen striker that scores goals. Um, he's six foot two. Damn, we did him. have that center back that played in the MLS like Next Pro or whatever it's called uh, All Star Game. 
last year. So we knew that we had a couple of good academy prospects, but I think that um, a lot of people have high hopes for Adem Sipic. <laughs> and, he scored uh, his first professional goal for Huntsville on Sunday. Had his first start for Huntsville the other day. He's been he's gotten some minutes well, now. And he's not his first start with first Huntsville. Start, first he's goal. Had, he's had minutes. Yes. First time I think starting. For oh, them. Okay, he's come okay, off the okay. bench and, and played. So he's he's had like 200 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Now, but yeah, that was the first game he started, and he did score. He has now scored a technically professional level goal. Um. And yeah, what do, what do you guys what do you, what do you think it means? To uh, for Nashville SC to font to sign their first um, homegrown academy prospect to a professional contract. What does I think it's cool, and then not not that it matters, but then I found out he's from Kentucky, and I was like, I, th- I thought I, I don't know why I thought <laughs> that like it doesn't matter, but I don't know why I thought I was like, oh, he's from Nashville. You it's just the area. We I know all yeah. the best yeah. players yeah. in Especially, the area. Like if you're playing like high school good soccer, like yeah. I remember my mom driving me an hour and a half for soccer practices. Like That's you're. Right. Well, that was one thing he said. He he drives three hours every yeah. day, like that's wild. Clint Dempsey always talked about like he they were he's from like famously Nacogdoches, Texas or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and he'd have to go like three four hours one way to get to Dallas or whatever city it was where he had better yeah, yeah training opportunities. So um, it's exciting. Yeah, the dedication that his family put mm-hmm. in to make sure this could happen for him. Like, I don't think needs to be overlooked. Like, yes, he is also getting up, but, like, holy, he probably had the option to, like, go to school and stay at Ingram Curry, but to drive six hours a day for him to come to training. Yeah. Like, holy crap. It's nice. We were watching the, uh, there's a nice video that's clipped up of kind of the day that they informed him that he was going to get a professional contract, and he... They they kind of film video of it and they bring him. They don't tell him, but they have his parents and family in the one room that they bring him into, and uh, he sees him and he starts crying and like I'm getting kind of goosebumps thinking about it. Just now we just watched it, but um, it was a very very nice moment. If you get a chance to watch the video, you should. Um, so it's exciting for him as a, as a young man, and we, we don't know what his career will go on to entail, but hopefully he. He plays for Nashville SC one day. That's the dream, and, and scores goals for us. It would be incredible because to have players where you can you can sing the song that they're one of your own is kind of like you know the dream for supporters. Um, but aside from him personally, I think that it uh, is a huge moment for the club because this is one of the things you get excited about when you know you're getting like a like a like an MLS club, like a a, a top tier club, is that you're going to have an academy and you're going to be able to see prospects come through and you can track them and to a lot of fans like me that's that's really really fun and that's a fun part about kind of following the club and, and there's a good story in the athletic i think it was tom bogert um on like the sipic signing the first homegrown contract and and the way that nashville set up the academy um was really interesting they didn't start out with every age group they said we're going to start with i think just like u15 or something like that and then they could have just brought in all the best kind of like you 19 or whatever players that they could find in the area but they said no we believe in a process we're going to do things a certain way and for that reason we need to start it with this age group and it's going to it's going to come up you know we won't have a group of u17s until our u15s have aged into that group um so i thought that was like i thought that said a lot about the way that the academy seems to be run it seems to be a a, a well run and thought through operation and they've been kind of planning for this moment for i guess a couple of years now and um They've they've handled it really really well, and I think that um, it's just really really exciting. It's a it's a it's a milestone for the club. It's a big thing, and so some people were like, "Oh, this is what the announcement was," but I was like, "No, this is this is definitely something that needs to be like celebrated." Yeah, well, and you think like 
the Aronsons are like Philly homegrown. Oh, like yeah. Weston McKenney is a Dallas. Like getting homegrown. Was wasn't he? He was there, but I don't know that he was a homegrown. He played college and then went to, yeah. I think he was drafted okay. to Dallas. Yeah. yeah. But like Weston McKenney like actually came up in that like Brendan Aronson, Paxton Aronson, like through Phillies. It's a big deal if we're actually going to start producing people it is really cool when you start when the, when they start to get like mls games that it's a really cool thing it's the mark of a good club now in mls yeah. is that you know the clubs that have the really strong academies i mean philly definitely stands out with both aronsons and jack mcglynn now and yeah, red bulls philly and like dallas are red like, bulls always produce players yeah. and like yeah i mean it's just it's it's good for your club because yeah red bulls homegrown captain the u.s team in the world cup yeah like <laughs> that's yeah, it's um, it's it's nothing nothing but good things, and um, yeah, it's just I don't know, it's nothing nothing. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I did really see nice. people kind of complain about it, but I thought it was cool. No, well, it, it when, deserved a moment. I think. Yeah. When Miami, I mean, I, maybe this is the next news. When Miami, like two yeah. days before, is like we're getting messy, and then we're just like we signed an eighteen. <laughs> like it does feel anticlimactic with. Out all That's the fair. context. Fair enough. So we we lost the race for Lionel Messi, and uh, turns out he's going to go to Inter Miami instead of us. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess that's the other piece of, of news for the week. Is it, what 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 do you think the signing of Lionel Messi to Inter Miami and MLS sort of means? What do you think of it? I don't know. It's hard. I mean, there's all the comparisons to Beckham, but like, yeah. I think we have no idea how much it's going to do for MLS. Like yeah. for having him for two years and then the World Cup, like. Do we it's think gonna, he's going to play both years? Yeah, I, he'll last longer than Bale and Emily. That's that's what I'm going <laughs> to well, go for. Bale <laughs> specifically bar, yeah. wanted to come to retire. Yeah, yes. like that was he played. But he, he, what, he did he play, come in during the summer? It was yeah, the same he didn't year even that he play left, a full yeah. season. Yeah. Like I think everyone expected at least a season and a half. So I'm gonna. I'm going to say Messi will play longer than Bale in MLS. Is, that's, a, that's a good is take. Is Chiellini it. still at LAFC? I don't think so. No. I don't think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who? Chile, uh, is Chiellini still at LAFC? I actually don't even know. Oh, I yeah, I think he is. is but he, he like there? I don't think he's ever played a full 90. That's hilarious. He's just, yeah. But I do think he's still at LA. I can't figure out how I feel about the Messi thing. I don't know if I've really even like processed it yet. I was also telling somebody the other day, like to me, my kind of soccer fandom, Gareth Bale, was a big part of it because, like, I love Tottenham. And the, yeah. th that was when I was able to start following Tottenham is when kind of Gareth Bale was breaking through. And then it was such a weird kind of full circle moment for me to be, like, a soccer fan, like, in the United States, in Tennessee, of all places in the world. And then I feel like I kind of, like, zoom, like, fast forward 12 years in my life. And all of a sudden, I live in Nashville, and there's an MLS team here, and Gareth Bale plays for another MLS team, and he's warming up right in front of me, like where we sit. And he makes his debut yeah, his first in, game. in Nashville. Nashville. And he made his debut in that game. And, and he destroyed Lovitz with his first touch in MLS. <laughs> <laughs> they played that video so many times on their Instagram. It's hilarious. Yeah. But in a way, for me, like, Messi doesn't. Like, I already kind of had, like, my Messi to MLS moment. And I know Messi yeah. is, is a different. I he's think, the goat for sure but i think the most important is gonna just be the way it changes mls can spend which like i do yeah. like the salary cap i like that there can't be a man city like i like you know yeah. from c but i also think they need a little more room to spend money on people so i do think it's gonna help just like upgrade what we can spend money on if some roster rule changes come with it then that's great that would be the best thing to come of it actually. yeah that was 
Yeah, and that's what happened with Beckham too. Yeah, we got the DP because yeah. of Beckham. But yeah, that was my first thought was, and Chiellini does still play for LFC. But <laughs> uh, my first thought was like, and Messi seems way bigger than Beckham. Like players want to come. It now seems like players want to come to MLS to play in the same league as Messi. I mean, and have I th- you seen the ticket prices right. and the transfer rumors? And are you going to sell yeah. your tickets for the? When we first no, get I already. I <laughs> it depends, on, it depends on how much. It depends on the price. If it's like yeah. two grand, I'm selling. Oh. My, like we also got close seats to the field. I already we get the prom- warm ups too. So yeah. I have two tickets. I have three older brothers. I already promised my favorite brother my extra ticket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, uh, if it gets up, if resales get up there, I might miss Messi's first game in Nashville. But yeah. um, I think the important thing is the league has to like capitalize on this, and like players are going to want to come to MLS and not just Miami. Like they just want to play in the same league as Messi, and the league needs to do something to allow strike other teams to start. Hot. Yeah, strike it. Like let players. I don't know if it's more. Add more DP spots. Add five, or something to allow. Yeah. The momentum, because now you have rumors of like Di Maria wanting to come and Suarez wanting to come, and, and even Neymar. Like there was stuff that um, yeah, Suarez, Neymar, oh, and Messi had all lately. promised each other they'd finish playing yeah. in the same place. And then um, Neymar to Nashville, then Nashville. <laughs> but then you have oh, the that's same our place. summer, so that's same yeah. league. But then America's you, a place. Yeah, America's States. a place. <laughs> but you look at like the Saudi league, and we're never gonna be able to spin what Saudi's spinning. But like they're striking while it's hot. Like oh, we have like. We have Ronaldo now, and now they're signing all these players this summer. Um, and MLS isn't going to be that high, but you can get the, like, Bobby Firmino's. Like, you can try to get them and be like, hey, Messi's here. Why don't you come play yeah. for Nashville? Yeah, I, I get that. Um, and do that. I'll just so. say, too, for me, like, I, I'm so invested in Nashville now that I can't separate. Like, I do appreciate still, like, the what's good for the game and trying to grow the game and what's good for the league and all that. But in a way, I also, like, only care about – Nashville and so like I'll be booing that son of a bitch when he comes to Nashville and I'm kind of looking forward to it I can't wait and I hope he I hope he fails because I love watching Inter Miami fail so much because I feel so tied to them since we came to the league at the same time and I just I'm such a hater on them and it would be perfect for me if they bring in Lionel Messi the greatest ever and it still suck (laughs) still can't get past our defense it's funny to me that he's coming to MLS because one of my cousins came last year to a match and the only other soccer game she'd ever been to like amateur anything the only other game she had been to was when she was studying abroad in Barcelona and I was like well yeah like you're not gonna like watch Messi in MLS but here's a game well now you are yeah (laughs) and now he's here I I agree though because like when it was rumored that he was coming which I need to say I kind of didn't believe it. Either. I've been you on the, were right. Yeah. I've been on the train that he was coming. I was kind of like, I'll believe it when I see it. And then I've said yeah, it all I thought happened really just, quick. Yeah. To be clear, I didn't think he was coming. I said he would at least like he'd eventually get here, whether it be like two, three years. I didn't think he'd be this soon. But like you and Slate both were like, I don't think he like. I was pessimistic. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, like I think he's coming at some point. But you got Miami sources. I do, but <laughs> I just follow a dude on Twitter yeah, that yeah. I trust. But um, I agree. I, I said the league needs to do whatever they need to get messy here. But at the same time, I do hope he fails when he's here. Like, yep, sure. do whatever you like. I was like, get, fuck it, give him a team when he retires. Like, just be like, hey, yeah. you can whatever city you want, you can have your own MLS team. <laughs> get him here. But yeah, I hope he fails. And yeah, now that he's here, boo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I feel boo like him. So many of them have like, yeah. if they're over 35 and they come and they just like, which one of the Iguanes was like, yeah, I'm just gonna like smoke a cigarette. It as is. I'm playing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is hard because you're like messy and then you're playing with like. 
Robbie Robinson, who I know just got cut, but like you're just like next to you is like some dude who's making seventy thousand dollars <laughs> yes. to yes. play. So like, have you guys like, seen the meme where it's like the coach and they're like finding out your twenty-one-year-old college draft pick is going up against Messi? Yeah. yeah. So like, it is hard. Like, it is a still a team sport. So like, no matter how good Messi or like Chilini or all them like, it is still hard because. MLS still like the depth's not there for MLS. Like, yeah. There's still like really bad players that play <laughs> MLS. Yeah, the disparity, right? Because yeah. the talent gaps can be pretty big at times. Yeah. But and um, isn't Miami like a really sucky team right now too? Yeah. They're bottom yeah. of. Are they fifteenth? They're, they're bottom a, of the. They have East. a lot of sanction. Like they, they just, they basically couldn't buy. They any broke players every rule the first yeah. couple. And years. then they were like, "Oh wait, you want Messi? Break all of them again. We don't care." Which again, I'm like, "Yep, fuck it, let them yeah. do it. <laughs> Break, get get Messi here, however you need to get them." Yeah. But, I still say fuck Miami. Still, like, I'm happy that they got him because I think the league – I like, I love MLS, and I think the league deserves to have Messi play yeah. for it, and that's kind of my thought. I like that. So, random thought. Yeah. Ridiculous thought. Um, how much do you think these other league players are going to bitch about the travel that is the MLS? Oh, yeah. I know. That's always yeah. a thing. That's yeah. always, always. Like, they complained about having to go an hour and a half, and he is going to get to experience a Miami to Toronto <laughs> trip. The, the, I want him to have Miami, Miami, to, Miami to Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Miami to yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. Is, I want it to, to be his first match in MLS. Yeah. that happened this year? I hope it is so. going to be. I, do, I, I will not be shocked, though, if he doesn't play on turf. So, I don't know if he'll probably, play Probably, yeah. Ibrahimovic wouldn't. Yeah, no I, one should play on turf. Also. Especially yeah. after watching, yeah. like, Inter-Miami just lost another dude to acl playing well, new england Crazy. last atlanta's turf last year took people out oh, yeah. like just random achilles everywhere yeah they lost miles robinson and guzan and both yeah, were just guzan. like no contact well atlanta has to change out. over to grass for the world cup right yeah they do they picked so many stadiums with turf for the world cup it's really annoying to me yeah yeah i hate that nashville's going like nice not that like we're not we don't have to worry but nissan stadium's going to turf i'm like like no one wants to play on yeah, how does that anymore. make any sense in this yeah day let's and age? let's make it players, even worse for our players players are openly like hate turf yeah. and you're still gonna we like, could possibly yeah so spend two million dollars yeah. for turf some of the u.s games because we historically get the u.s women's games the u.s men's games they'll just play them at geotis because we've got one in october they're just gonna play them well, at the soccer for like okay it, but like yeah. real games they won't yeah for like yeah. world cup it needs to be like minimum like six they need 000. more than yeah. our seats yeah. at geotis mm-hmm. yeah so we won't get that but but I think I'm hopefully the whatever the name of the stadium is Nissan's replacement. They're smart enough to figure out that they can swap out to grass if they need to. But most stadiums do that where like it's turf but you can swap in grass. Yeah, yeah we'll I saw something really stupid that the new Bills stadium they're building isn't even going to be wide enough for soccer games. <laughs> so like mm, well. they're spending billions to just like not even be able to bring that in. Yeah. Questions? Well, Messi, we'll see if he can handle. Uh, I want to see him coming off the bench in like the U.S. Open Cup against like whatever the funniest named USL team is. I want yeah. him at like on like a high school or like community college field. And it could That's, happen yeah. at certain stages of the I U.S. Mean, Open Cup. Yeah. Can you also, imagine that game? Yeah. In MLS, he's gonna be playing on baseball fields. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yep. All right, Lionel. We'll see you soon. How about some cues, Donny boy? Um. Okay, uh, Pater wants to know how sweet is it going to be when Sipic and Hani win co MVP next se- next year? 
which I don't think he, he can't he play. He is supposed to join the first team in 2024. That's what they said with the announcement. Yeah. Is that cons- So next year would be – when's the season start? I'm so lost because yeah. in the March? last three years, it started every a different time every year because of COVID. Okay. When does the season start? I think it'd be February twenty four. Okay, so it would be twenty four. Okay, so yeah, I guess he can come back. Uh, We need a center forward. What is six? You know, six two. That's the exciting thing about signing like homegrown signings, academy kids, is the idea of like you have like a bona fide superstar, Hani Mukhtar, and you plug in like an academy kid, one of our own, to come in and start alongside. The amount of knowledge that Hani is going to just pour into this. Yeah, Hani is going to take this kid under his wing for sure. (laughs) Um. What I was gonna say, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say he is like the prototype, like Gary center forward too. Big like, lad, big oh, lad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Gary loves uh, a big lad. <laughs> uh, v wants to know what's the best lo- location for the future Hani statue. Um, yes, good question. Do we go out? We go outside the stadium, not inside, right? Outside the stadium. I think outside. But I like, on the upper deck. Yeah. Like it needs to be like right like there, maybe the... no, like maybe at the top of the stairs, um, coming from lot five, like the stairs of death, or <laughs> see, I like our entrance coming in from like Rains. the main. So I'm Congress. partial to yeah, the go... view coming down Rains Avenue, which is the way that we tend to go in. It's just like it is phenomenal. Part of the ritual for me, I really like it. I like seeing all the fans streaming in. And and Hani, when you get to the top of that little that hill bullshit, used to be yeah. gravel hill, but it's like half giving Hani a tap when I get to the top of that. Absolutely, it makes me happy. Where like there will be a perfect photo op of him under the big N. That's how yes. you need it to True. line up. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I think our entrance. Yeah, uh, the Rain Street entrance is probably perfect. It's a great question. I also it gave me the idea though too that like I'm not sure where Lot Five is, but I was thinking of like when you go up from like the it's where fields the tailgates over there, are. Come yes, to the like tailgates. The ta- I've been to at least one, and I will I will go. I mean, I to, haven't seen you at a at a tailgate in like a year. <laughs> I'll get out there a little bit more. That's my bad. Um, I've never been. But I so. think the walk up, like there's like that long kind of winding walk. The idea of like a bunch of statues and that's kind of like a walk of fame, I thought was pretty cool. That would be you know cool. What I, mean? would be nice. I do think yeah. I think Hani's just needs to line up with the big end so like people can come yeah. for photo ops. Yeah. He needs to be off on his own. This uh, is a great question though. Pay to reply to that, say what color hair would be. I'm assuming it's bronze, but right now he's question. sort of short, like And that's what I said. Tight. Different question, which hairstyle? Because he's had right now he's buzz, but he's had the like curly Blonde. I think the buzz tips. looks the best. The buzz. I like the blonde. Color. I like the curly. I, like I think the, the curly blonde tips. High on top with yeah. yeah. I think that's. I don't know that it looks the best, but I think it's more like honey iconic look. I, yes, I agree. But I think yeah. what looks the best is buzzed and I black buzzed then the bleached buzzed. I like and he'll the, be doing the salute in the yeah. He'll be doing the salute, but I like the. I think the curly tips is iconic honey, but I do yes. think the buzz looks better. I'm going to uh, say whatever haircut he's got when we win MLS Cup, that'll be the one we put on the statue. Whatever he won when the – like, I think he had it – yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, Ryan wants to know, since NSC is barely getting any contributions out of the strikers, why not just put the youth there? I don't think he can play this year there anyways. The way they announced it makes it seem like there's no chance that he would make a yeah, roster ben, this ben year. Ben said he can't he play at could, all this year. Like, wouldn't be allowed for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. We've seen kids younger than 18 play in the league before, but – I, I think it's, it's probably, probably however they signed his contract. Yeah, maybe. It's probably a national thing. You know they do weird shit. What was the question then? I'm sorry. Why don't we put a young person? Yeah, I because, guess we can't. Yeah. yeah. But I mean. He'd be the only player that we could put. If you're good so. enough, you're old enough. Yeah. And uh, 
I mean, I, Gary played him in preseason, which felt a little out of character. Also, Gary wanted to talk about him during preseason, which I was like surprised about. Um, so I think Gary likes him. I assume Gary would know for a long time. Kind of watching so. the games. So yeah, we haven't. I'm, I, I want to watch him. I want. I think I've watched the Huntsville game. That is game one yet. of the. I've watched a I've couple because they're on Apple. Yes, yeah. right. I have I watched, watched yeah. the Huntsville games. I would like to. I uh, but I was going to chime in on the BS that is not being allowed to watch the preseason games. Yeah, of course, complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the first home game for Huntsville that they had, um, but also we've talked about doing their Ash their nasa jerseys for our tuesday night club well i will get i will get a sipic uh huntsville jersey that would yeah. be that would be a cool one um i think that we should do sorry this is totally unrelated <laughs> i think that we should do like a scrimmage against huntsville but like in the baseball stadium like throw it back i'd like to get like, back in the baseball stadium yeah. one day we need yeah. one game yeah. one game in the baseball you want to watch stadium. this national sc team play in the baseball that yeah. would kind of like were you were taylor's last game yeah, that's the Taylor Washington tribute game should yes, be. Yes, the Taylor at, Washington tribute game Stadium. will have to be there. Were Absolutely you at your place call. when we played at the baseball set? Okay. No. I was here and it was it was fun. We used to come here. Yeah, we used to I did fun. not yeah. live in Nashville yet, uh, okay. but um I think it's better for everyone who's around me in soccer games that I didn't live that close yeah, to games. <laughs> they were so <laughs> good. Those games. Bon Elrod's pregame. I'm actually yeah. really yeah. sad that you did it. Bon I hate bon that I didn't know you did. How bad would we The sheer volume of Tiny Bomb consumed Mon- Mon- Rods is kind of where the pod was born because yeah we would go after the game and talk about the game and we were like we should oh. just do this on yeah. just keep doing it because yeah. that's the environment we wanted we didn't want like a serious we kind of just wanted like a bar talk podcast yeah and it started at Von Rods after yeah. I miss so I have a random yeah. thought what yeah. do you think about the people that want Messi to play in the all-star game and I meant to say this when we were talking <laughs> about Messi and I forgot uh, about it until right uh, now let him do it I don't yeah, know who cares? Who really shit? I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't care know. enough Is about the All Star game. Is there sanctity to the All Star game? Yeah. Really? No, like, especially yeah. this year. Like you can barely watch other teams. Like you're right. just gonna be. Yeah, it's just gonna be good. name recognition. <laughs> yeah. It's all ra- like Walker's probably gonna make the All Star game, but he's been injured. Uh, injured for seven matches. Like he Mayer should not. Him, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's just name recognition. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Put him in there. That's funny. I hadn't heard that yet, though. Yeah, I don't know. Throw him in. Whatever. Um, Smashville Sports wants to know: Is it time for Leah to take back starting role for Mule? As we, a, we, we talked about yeah, it. We, we talked about this. We did this. I think it's fitness. I think it's just fitness based. I still like him more as a super sub. I think he has more impact coming off the bench. When he has starting. the chance, when the team's playing well with what he's doing and he has the chance to rotate players, I think Gary will always take the opportunity to do that. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's going to be a rotation. I think as long as Will is playing well, you could be like Will on the road, Leal at home type deal. Yeah. But I hope we see him starting more and more now that he's healthy. This isn't, I don't know that we can really talk about this. Uh, Nashville, Daniel. The original. He is known. Uh, wants to know if we can get Turf Dude on the pod, the guy that like manages that. I would actually love that. I just want to say, Let's I just see, want this yeah. out there. I would love to have just straight sixty minutes of nothing but grass. Just grass talk. Just teach me everything. I also <laughs> yeah. have a long. Yeah, I heard they the changed time. the grass yeah, over what yesterday, yeah. the day before, they today. Something. The climate. It's summer now. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Y'all need turf talk. guy. I try. He's we very did. kind of active on Twitter. He always says yeah. interesting things about working on the field. So. Plus, it'd get me an end so I could eat some grass. 
because I've been trying to eat grass. We do want to eat the grass. Yeah, we want to eat some some Geo's grass. There's, at the Special Olympics game, Matt Riley and I, like, I was like, Matt, I really just want to touch the grass, but I don't want to look weird and do it alone. So he like reached over with me and felt the <laughs> I grass. I touched the grass. So we went. We did the warm ups, and I was like, I'm gonna eat some grass, and I didn't realize. Yeah, we got even, to go field level and watch. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it's you were turf. like still behind the thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I want to do like. It's a thing in like less miles does in college. Whatever. If you do the yeah, heater's always. flag, you can be out on so the heater. So that's what I said. Yeah. The flag. That's what I said. Yeah. I said. I guess I'm. As, I I'll send you. This, I'll point. send you guys the sign. Because I was always yes. like, I'm not doing the flag. And then we did the warm up. I was like, Fuck, I'm gonna have to do the flag. That's the only. Way it's I can honestly get. really fun. Okay. Like it is. I cool will to do it at some there. point. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way I'm gonna be able to touch the grass. Yeah. Would you go barefoot? I don't think they'll let you. I don't think they'll let you. But you also like you run. You have to wear Adidas too. Oh yeah, you can't wear Nike out there. Yeah. So we're three stripe life, anyways. So like you could wear your loafers, one hundred percent. But don't wear Nike. Show up in like a big Nike or even like Reebok. They're just like nothing like branded that isn't obvious. Like if it's obviously branded, it has to be obviously Adidas. If they would let me, I'd go barefoot. Just feel the grass between my toes. They're not gonna let you do it. Okay. Uh, last natural question is what's Donald's favorite concert? I think this was related because we were talking about the 1975 uh-huh. playing at Bridgestone. What's yeah. my favorite concert I've attended? Same for you. And I guess we can ask everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think Sipic listens to? I like a rap dude. Uh, what do kids Sipic listen to is Zach Bryan. That's true. Yeah, he's a Kentucky kid. Yeah, I think 100% Zach Bryan radio on the Spotify. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 18-year-old Kentucky kid. What was your favorite yeah. concert? I saw Steely Dan before Walter Becker died, and Daniel's teeing me up for this because he knows the story he talks about. It. He's jealous when I mentioned it. But I saw Steely Dan before Walter Becker died, RIP. He's watching over us. Um, and they did the Woods at Fontenal, the old outdoor amphitheater venue in Nashville. I was like 18, 19. My dad came into town when I started college. And we went to that. And they started right when the sun was going down and uh, kicked off immediately. And played Asia front to back. And we were in the very front row as the sun was going down. And nothing will ever top that. His favorite concert? Um, mine is going to be Foreigner. Because nice. in high school, I got to sing Back Up for Foreigner. And I was worried about aging yeah. myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but getting to sing Back Up for the band. Like, Why did you sing Back Up for Foreigner? They just, they like came, they were like, hey, like we want like one of the like local choruses. And so like my chorus teacher just like got a handful of us and we got to go sing Back Up during Amazing. I Want to Know What Love Is. Hell yeah. A lot, so. of, lot more hits than you, than you realize. Oh, so many more hits than you realize. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of bangers from yeah. Foreigner. Amanda, what do you got? Like, mine's almost a three-way tie. So, I was fortunate enough, so embarrassing, to see Steve Miller Band at the Amphitheater. Nice. Um, and this is like the old Starwood. Starwood Amphitheater. And was you that know? Woods of Fontenot? Steve Miller Band, Starwood Amphitheater. This is like back in the 90s. Okay. I think y'all I were babies. Understand what Starwood? Starwood's like is. the OG amphitheater. The OG amphitheater okay. in Nashville. Okay. Um, so I was able to see Star uh, Steve Miller Band there. That one, just because the atmosphere. Yeah. What like the whole atmosphere was very laid back, very cool. I can imagine. Um, pink, because okay. again at Starwood, but it was pouring down rain. And so we were using the hills as slip and slides. 
And it was just mud. And, you know, I mean, think about it. We're 19, 20 years old. So it is just mud going down the slip and slide. That is Starwood Amphitheater during Pink's concert. Um, That's good. And then Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Yeah, I've actually... <laughs> Shout out he, Jack Mayer in Margaritaville. Oh, really? So what's funny is if he has been in Nashville, I have seen him. I've seen him five times in concert. Nice. So... Nice. Yeah. You're a parent head. Absolutely. Oh, nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Those are good people. Yeah. I do like Jack Mayer's shirt, though. Parent, parent head life is coming for me very soon, I think. I could see myself. I could, too. Yes. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I have to say... Look, my favorite concerts, I feel like I had to say Journey just because everyone else did these like old bands, uh-huh. and, like, things like that. <laughs> it's okay, dude. I saw tell Journey you, in an truth. amphitheater in Michigan. When I was, but my favorite concert, I saw in Rocket Town. I don't even know if it's a music venue anymore. Yeah, I, don't know. I saw Against Me. I don't know if any of you guys even sure. know. Sure, okay. yes. But I got a, I got on stage. I got to sing with them, and then I stage dived off. And then I got kicked out immediately because you're not supposed to stage dive <laughs> off. But at the time, it was my favorite like punk band, and it was just a really cool experience. And I'm a terrible singer, but I did it anyways yeah that's amazing uh and then tide also would probably be i just saw mountain joy last year and it was my first time on some stuff and it was such a <laughs> cool experience <laughs> if we're allowed to say ties i will say my other is the lonely island at bonnaroo Ooh, was, they did bonnaroo I didn't yeah realize that. 2019 hilarious. it was like one of the 1 a.m shows it was that's incredible sick. that'd be great lovely is that, all, are, is that, that all the cues that was a fantastic round of cues uh, we've kept off for a long time. Thank you so much. We should just probably quickly preview St. Louis on Saturday. I'm very, very excited, actually. I haven't watched I'm St. Louis yet. so excited. But they're so weirdly good, good. apparently. Um, just curious to, They've to fallen see it for off myself. A little. It's regressed a little bit. Yeah. But they're still up there. First, in the they're first season? They're top like of the they're table baby. right now in the West. Oh, they are. In the West. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're still below us. So yeah. Like, yeah, West just apparently not but, um, as good this year. Having a very and people thought they were going to be terrible. Yeah, they, everybody thought like, they were going to be terrible. Yeah. All of our expansion teams, like okay, all outside when Miami, I say all, we did amazing <laughs> as an expansion team. Yeah, St. Louis is doing good as like these last I mean, handful like have done really like they, good yeah. as expansion. I think teams. Charlotte was pretty good. Miami was bad. And since he's been, yeah. well, I kind of want to be like the greatest like expansion team and like, know, make the playoffs however many years in a row. And so everyone like else that are. comes in, I want them to kind of like get your, get back down there. So That's I kind of want a big brother. Uh, Louis, yeah. I want a big brother, St. Louis. I want to do well in this match, but we'll see. Apparently, they're pretty and good. They so have a great. Friendly. I will. They have a great goalie. Yeah. He they got him from Borussia Dortmund. Roman Berkey, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. Also, smoke show. So yeah. hot boiler for Saturday yeah. night. Could be a um, good battle. But he he's had like a lot of like team of the match day and stuff, which for some reason they refuse to put Joe Willis on. So it's a conspiracy against mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do think their leading scorer is hurt. I feel like I saw Chris Ivy okay. put it on Twitter earlier. Oh, St. Louis's. Yeah. So to be honest, we've had a little bit of good fortune with certain players being hurt against us. Not to yeah, like know, Atlanta. Put a on our the, great season so yeah. far, but. Um, you can only play who you're lined up against. So I also feel like we play to our opponent. Mm-hmm. So we should be in top form this I weekend. Agree. It could be a great game. It could be a really good game. I'm Home excited game. about It'll it. it be fun. Quick uh, predictions. 3-1. That's Nashville. what I was going to do. That's what I was going to pick. Schaffelberg goal. Two honeys. You know, we have not had this happen in a while, and I think it's going to be a battle of two goalkeepers, and it's going to be 0-0. Okay. That's, right. what I think That's so funny because I was going 1-1. One, one. 
I forgot 2 1. I was going to go 3 1, but actually, I'll go 3 2. You know, I'm going to pick both. Yeah, just I'm going to go the opposite of you. Yeah. Just, everything's <laughs> going to go in. Three, yeah, two. I don't feel like our back line, our defense is so good. Yeah. And Joe is so good. Well, Zimmerman's yeah. not going to I mean, be they're good too, but. Zimmerman's not playing. And, and I, I don't Naughty know. Naughty might be hurt. Non- yeah. yeah. So oh. We, yeah, that's tough. So it's, we might not be as good. We may be a, not be. So it's a it may be a 1 0. Potentially. St. Louis, yeah. McDonald might play, but yeah. Could be. 3 2. I mean, I guess Nashville. at this point, with, with all those factors, it would be uh, good to just keep the unbeaten run going. Maybe a draw is acceptable against the hot. Yeah, right now we're team. tied for the most ever for Nashville. Yeah, let's keep the streak going. I'll take yeah. a point, Most I ever draws? Uh, yeah, longest streak oh. unbeaten. So I was like, I'm pretty sure we no. did that. No, we did that. No, we, yeah. We've done most <laughs> we ever draws. That we, 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 draw we actually tied the we amount tied of the draws. <laughs> that was yeah, we drew it. We did yeah. That's right. <laughs> Which is better than beating the <laughs> record for draws. Tracks uh, so much. Yep. Uh, hell yeah. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for yeah, doing the Yeah, thanks pod. for having us. Uh, you want to plug anything heaters related or just in general? Uh, watch parties at No Quarter. They're a lot of fun. You, yeah. should, you should check or it out. I say, no all quarters. the supporters groups are great and provide all kinds of great opportunities to do watch parties, tailgates, things like that. But the one I can purchase and leave vouch for is the heaters. Is a great community of folks so if you need to get involved and they got high noons which you know i'm a huge fan of yeah no quarters high noon and it's right there with everything and a woman is in charge of the heaters like we're taking over and let's do it basically you're misogynist if you don't True. Join the heaters. Absolutely. <laughs> and now, if you, you don't listen to this podcast, too, we are the first <laughs> uh, podcast to, yeah, to first, ever have a woman. This is groundbreaking for, for, for Nashville SC podcast. I think it'll never be the same. But thank you guys. So come do it again. If this was a lot of Soon. fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we need, right. As white men, we need credit because we just. I'm just trying to play up the Cuban thing. Shut up. <laughs> Show on the white men thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. I'll see you.